0: I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice worst microphones.
1: trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead, Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana <laughs> Purchase for three million dollars. Napoleon, what happened? Uh, <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 and million. And I came to
0: realize anymore. these guys are funny.
1: And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, are is a fidget some of the best spare.
0: gamblers I've come to know.
1: If you're betting
2: on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. I hate to hear that. When we come back in
3: here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU.
0: Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track.
1: All right, now we got to get into the the point of this show where we have a a constant opening song. I gotta I gotta dig on Spotify or something. And get us a nice a nice opener for this show. And this show is the box lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. I'm Reed Mouse. No Trace Fowler in the house today, but we do have Paul Fritschner, Brandon Seho, Casey McAllister. And first show since the AFC championship. Five days. Obviously we were in Kansas for that and now we're back. Trace is is going out of town taking his family on a trip now that uh, the season is kind of kind of slowing down. Sure. Uh, guys, a lot to talk about today. Obviously the big news was, uh, you know, Joe Mixon, there was a warrant out for his arrest yesterday. You guys talked about it on the show, but now we have an opportunity, you know, to just kind of have an open discussion about, about Joe Mixon and and what this means. And in my take on the whole Joe Mixon thing and this whole situation, you guys touched on the point that. You know it's being rescinded, and that's obviously just bad reporting on the fact that you're 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 putting out his address and the the victim potential victims address. That's just that's just bad reporting at all. But you know we were this is my take on this, and this is we were heading into a potentially tough situation this off with Joe Mixon. Right, he's he's given. 12 million dollars in the offseason there was kind of murmur, murmurs and rumblings before this postseason, before all this happened that Mixon might not be back this year we're paying him 12 million dollars one of the highest paid guys on the team and in the AFC championship he gets what was it Casey uh, a fourth of the snaps
3: yeah like thir- 20 snaps and uh, Samaje had 40 43 or 48 or something like that
1: right and, and we can go into you know your opinions on on this situation and, you know, not just the, the situation with him as being arrested having a war, or having a warrant out for his arrest that is potentially re- rescinded. But just the fact that this kind of gives, makes this situation a little easier, right? I was in the camp before this happened, before the postseason, midway through the season, honestly, before the season started, that this offseason we need to cut Joe Mixon because I've long had this take, and we'll, we'll get into this later, that running backs are a dime a dozen in this league. And I know that might sound crazy to some, I know that might be a shock to some, but they truly are. And you just cannot pay guys and continue to have success in this league. And this opens up a world of opportunity for the Bengals to kind of say, listen, it's easier to sit down and go, Joe, I think we're going to have to let you go now. And he's meant so much to this team. He's, so is this
0: the out that the Bengals needed?
1: I, right. I think that's what I'm saying. And it's not that he hasn't been a great back. He's, he was my favorite, my favorite Bengal before we got Joe Burrow. But for a bad analogy, because we like analogies so much on this show, it's kind of like you're, you're in college, you're in high school, and you're dating a girl, right? You had your fun. But you kind of know you, you. Maybe you're dating her for six months, five months. Been dating long enough to where you just can't cut the cut the cord very easily, and you're looking for how do I get out of this? What am I looking for? How does this happen? And I don't know. Maybe you see her talking to a guy at the bar or something like that, and you are be like, all right, we, we can't be doing this. Just got to right. overreact. Right. Just like, what are we doing here? Like, I mean, I'm not mad at you, but this, this just doesn't work anymore. I mean, I'm not saying we gaslight Joe Mixon here, but <laughs> potentially that's what I'm getting at, is that this has made this situation a little easier. And I'll preface this. I hope Joe Mixon, I hope all this comes out to be nothing. I hope that the victim's... I, I, I always believe victims first. I hope I hope she's okay. I, I hope that I hope that Joe doesn't get arrested. I hope his cr- career isn't railroaded by this. But I think this gives an easy out.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, if you've been listening to this show all season, this is not a new take right. from from us. It, right. from especially from you, Reed. It, it's not. This is this has nothing to do with the news that came out last night. You would have gotten on here, and Joe Mixon maybe wouldn't have been the headline story, but it would have been on this rundown because it's something to talk about here with the NFL offseason, especially as it relates to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You have been on this take all year long that the Bengals, after the rookie contract expires for running back, you have a few great years. Go ahead, draft another one. Pick somebody up in free agency. You have some Ajay Whatever you do. This is not a new take, but maybe this is the out that the Bengals needed to justify to... But I think if you go into Twitter... Not to say that Duke Tobin and the and the Bengals front office is, right. is monitoring social media or the fans' pulse to make a football decision. Because if they did that, they probably would have drafted and put in a Sewell two right. years ago. But my point with that is that if you look at the social media reaction to all this, I don't think your take is unique. I think a lot it's of not. people realize that, hey, maybe he's not worth the money when we could spend it somewhere else.
1: Do you think it's... You, you think Joe's getting on Twitter today and it, it might be a shock to his system a little bit to see so many people outwardly going on Twitter. Cause th- that, that is the majority take to say like, Hey, this is, this gives us an opportunity to, to kind of cut the cord and get out of this. You think Joe, who has been a fan favorite in this season, in this franchise for good reason, you think he's getting on Twitter today and be like, man, what happened here? Which might be a shock to the system on top of, you know, the legality problems that are, that are persisting. You think he's, I think Zim even tweeted something out, like, I, I, Joe, Joe might be getting on here, and we're like, what, what's going on?
0: Yeah, maybe take a day off from social media, Joe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Casey, any take on, on all that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, hope that this is just a rumor, that it's false, um, that you know that, that it ends up being nothing. That's Correct. probably the best case scenario for everyone. Um, Do I think this made it easier for the Bengals? Um, I don't know. I think maybe potentially they could have had a chance, a chance, a very small chance to restructure the contract. But I don't know. Now it's just getting to a point where um, with this coming out, um, I I don't know. It just really muddied the water in my opinion. Because now if they cut them, it makes it look like, it was because of the situation. And that just looks bad for Joe Mixon. You know what I'm saying? Like if right. It then, a, then it
1: kind of railroads his career. And we don't yeah, want that. Yeah, and
3: we don't want that. So it's like, can we maybe make a – I'm now on the train to do a middle ground where we restructure Joe Mixon's contract because I think that's an option. I think we could do that. I think we could fudge the numbers, make something happen. And same thing, fudge the numbers. Let's cook the books on mixing. (laughs) And I think you could do the same because we'll probably eventually talk about Tyler Boyd's situation too. And I think you could probably maybe try to convince him. He's probably the one that you're not going to convince out of the two, just from sources that I know. um, Just personality wise, I think, I think, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have a tougher time with that, but you know, I, I I hate to see our guys in a situation that they're in right now, and I just hope that nothing comes of it and that it's uh, that it's a rumor. That's I, what I'm I. agree. For. I hope it's
1: I hope it's a nothing burger. I, you know, I tend to overly believe per, per se victims in situations like this. I'm, I'm quicker to believe them than, than that they're false accusations in, in that that case. But everything surrounding this, I'm not going to take a hard opinion. Either way, I hope it is a nothing burger. I hope that no, nothing came out of this and that the victim's okay, that Joe Mixon's career isn't railroaded, all of that. I hope it just comes out that there was just a lot of smoke and there was no fire, that, that all this is good and, and he can continue playing But that being said, playing somewhere else, and that goes into the point that we already have toggled, which is in the NFL, there is one rule that every team needs to run by, and it's bad because the way that the game was played for 50 years was running back first, run the ball first. But it almost seems an empirical fact that paying a running back can only hurt your franchise. Two rules to live by as a franchise. Never draft a back in the first round and never pay a back. Look at the running backs in the league, the best running backs in the league. And out of all of them, you can start naming them. Um, I mean, if you want to throw Joe Mixon up there, all these guys, Jonathan Taylor from last year, run down the list. There are three backs that are first-round draft choices that are in that top echelon. And that is Saquon Barkley, who's coming up at the end of his rookie contract. So is Josh Jacobs, who led the league in rushing this year, albeit on a bad team. So you kind of... You kind of fudge the numbers there, as Casey says. And then the one guy that that bucks the trend entirely is Christian McCaffrey. He has gotten a second contract, and he has, besides being off the field when he's injured, been worth every single penny that he's played because he is such a versatile back. But I'd argue the fact that Christian McCaffrey isn't a traditional running back. You can do so much more. And that's what makes him more valuable. But you, you look up, and I saw this tweet. I, I, I tweeted it out. Let's look at... All of the best, the the first round running backs since 2015. And if they've gotten to a second contract, if it's been worth it. So let's go back to 2015. Todd Gurley. No. Not been worth it. Melvin Gordon. He got paid and it wasn't worth it. No. 2016, Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott. Got paid. Wasn't worth it. Leonard Fournette. No. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. Not good. Christian McCaffrey, bucked the trade, has been worth every penny when he's on the field. Then you go to t- 2018, and this is where the rookie contracts are. You got to start talking about them. <clears throat> Saquon Barkley, his contract's up, right? Yep. So that's a really tough situation for the Giants. Rashad Penny. Nope. No. That's a terrible Who? pick, by the way. <laughs> I, that, Who? That was, that was my reaction. Sony Michelle. Oh, no. Nope. No. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No. And then this past year, we got – or two years, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. They're going to be good. When the rookie contract's up, cut the cord, go draft somebody else, which is where the Bengals are at right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was just unfortunate that Joe was a second-round pick. I mean, if he was a first-rounder, I think that this contract, you know, you you get that fifth-year option, right? Like, that's where the – I maybe have a little bit of a different opinion on drafting a guy in the first round because it just depends on where you draft him. You can't draft Ezekiel Elliott top five as a running back. You can draft Saquon him. Barkley, yeah, like Saquon. We're, we're going to see about that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I don't think was a top five. I don't think he was a top five. I could be wrong on that, but like the, those are the the trend busters or or what, whatever you want to call them. But the guys that you mentioned that were at the end like Sonny Michels, the Clyde edwards Hilaires, they have not pounded out at all. And, I mean, those guys were not touted as a Saquon or, or a Christian McCaffrey or an Elliott. But if you're going to pick a, a running back, the plan should be that you're not going to pay them after the rookie contract. And the only way that it makes sense for me is that you get lucky and a Christian McCaffrey falls far enough or some of these guys like Saquon fall far enough that you – draft them with the first round pick and you get that fifth year option. Other than that, there's no point in there's no point in signing a guy a running back after their rookie contract. In my opinion, well, there are a dime a dozen.
1: There are a dime a dozen. And that's the point where I'm making about don't even waste a first round draft choice. Yeah. You can look at those guys. Saquon Barkley has been fantastic. Christian McCaffrey has been fantastic. Melvin Gordon, before he got paid was fantastic. All these guys have been great, but I would argue How many bad running backs are in this league? A lot. When was the last time the Cincinnati Bengals didn't have at least a good running back? The 90s? The 1990s? That's because, and I'll go down the the, the list of rushers here in the NFL this year. Leading rushers. Josh Jacobs was a first-round pick. Derrick Henry, second round. Nick Chubb, second round. Saquon Barkley, first round. Miles Sanders. Was he even in the second round? Dalvin Cook was a third round. Christian McCaffrey. Travis Etienne. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, just get a guy because they're a dime a dozen. Yep. I Who was the that. last bad Bengals running back?
3: Um, The one, I mean, the only one that I can think of was maybe like the tail end of Bart Scott's career or Ben Jarvis Green Ellis' end of his career, which he was good for at least the year or two he was here. So, yeah. I mean, I think your point stands. Don't pay a running back a second contract and don't draft them high because they're a dime a dozen. And it just, there's, with the high draft picks anyways, there's so many other valuable positions that you need to draft there. Correct. Corner, linemen, athletes, and I say athletes, just the positions that matter more. The ones that you have to pay the big bucks to, And running back, you don't have to pay big bucks for So
1: Exactly. In belaboring the point even further, when was the last time you looked at a team? A team that was on the edge of making the postseason or or getting them over the hurdle to the next point, and you went, they're a running back away from being truly great. Literally has never entered any of your minds once. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're they're relief pitchers. They are are glove first, second baseman.
0: Yeah. Now you make a good point, point. and if you're going to be able to go out there and get that value, and you you assess the priorities of what the Bengals need now to compete for a Super Bowl again next season, where does Joe Mixon fit into that? Okay, there. Boom. That answers right. your question.
1: Get twelve million dollars off the books. You can repay Hayden Hurst. You got three million this year. You might have to pay him a little more, and you still got some. You get still got some surplus to to work on these long-term contracts with the three guys that. I think I know I know some people don't think T Higgins needs to be signed long term but I think if you get those three guys long term we're a great team. Joe for getting paid from. this off season? I Burrow. think
0: I think he will. I do too.
3: Do we think it's going to be uh similar to Pat Mahomes 10 year 500 million or is it going to be more than that?
0: He will years? surpass Mahomes. I don't know how they structure it but he'll get more than Mahomes. Now oh, Mahomes will get make... more.
3: He'll get more. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought you said last. I was like, "Whoa!" No, okay, no, no.
0: He'll be. He'll get the highest contract in NFL history.
1: Who will Who will get paid more this these upcoming off seasons, Joe Burrow or Shohei Otani? Because <laughs> Shohei Otani's getting a half a billion.
3: As I'd long like as he to doesn't think get
1: hurt. It's Joe. <clears throat> wow.
0: Probably Joe, but Shohei.
1: It's good. They're both going to be right around a half a million, half a billion. I mean, yeah. They're both going to be $500 million contracts. And Shohei will never touch the playoffs. <laughs> I saw a Mike Trout tweet that he was, uh, he's was he been to more Eagles playoff games than Angels playoff games. He tweeted so, that? No, someone tweeted a picture oh, of Mike Trout. Oh, my at the God. God. I was going to say. Right. Wow. All right. So the next take, you guys got into this yesterday, and Casey was, was defending me. Yeah. Defending my take about Sean Payton. Since news broke that Sean Payton was going to the Broncos, and even before that, everyone wanted Sean Payton as their head, uh, their head coach. And I think Casey was bringing up this point to Tom. What about Sean Payton makes you believe, from what you've seen in the Broncos last season, from what you saw with Russell Wilson, that Sean Payton's going to turn around that team?
0: Wait, 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 I, Reed. I think we just lost your audio. No. Oh. People are saying we can't hear Reed. I
1: can't hear him in, the, in my head. You uh, better? I unclipped it. Oh. Yep. Tough, <laughs> tough.
0: Okay. Go ahead, Reed.
1: But, okay, so I'll relabor the point once again. Casey was arguing for my point about Sean Payton going to the Broncos. And I believe everyone before said was like, Sean Payton, he's, he's the coach that can turn you around. And Sean Payton's been a fantastic coach. But what about Sean Payton's career makes you believe, or even what you saw from the Broncos last year and Russell Wilson last year, that Sean Payton's going to turn around this franchise right then and there. What am I missing about Sean Payton as opposed to other long-term coaches in this league that he is some guru, that he is some has some mystical powers that can turn around your franchise?
0: Well, and on that same vein, what about Russell Wilson and his play from this past year makes you think he can turn it around? Right. Because I don't think that the – we were talking about this on Off the Bench yesterday, yesterday with Tom. Huh? And I asked the question, and Tom seemed to fully believe – that Russell Wilson is going to be back on his game next year. And if you're looking at, okay, was this past year the outlier or is it going to be the trend? I don't know how there, – there was nothing that you saw out of Russell Wilson this year that made you think it was an outlier. And that's the same point that I made where if he had maybe three or four bad games toward the end of the year, you could say, oh, okay, well, maybe something was happening. Maybe he was a little hurt. Maybe he was banged up. Maybe he was tired or the season wore on him, whatever. He stunk. Terrible. Stunk. And you're going to expect Sean Payton to just walk in the door, fix everything? He fix something, maybe.
1: Right. He's he's a fine coach. Yeah. Don't get that wrong. I mean, you don't win that many games in the NFL without being a good coach. But I'm of the belief, personally, that coaches are made by quarterbacks, not the other way around. Zach Taylor's career is going to be made by Joe Burrow. I think that Sean Payton's career was made by Drew Brees. I'll take it one
2: step further. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Hit me. I think Bill Belichick's career was made by Tom Brady. Whoa! At least as a head coach. At least as a head coach. He was obviously a fantastic, great defensive mind in the 90s under Bill Parcells and the 80s under Bill Parcells. But as a head coach, I think it has. Sean Payton with one of the 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time. Some would even argue top five in Drew Brees. The Saints had five losing seasons since the beginning of Sean Payton's tenure. Granted, he wasn't coaching for one of them. Mike Tomlin, in his tenure, took over similar time as Sean Payton's, had zero losing seasons. Bill Belichick, who has been the coach longer than Sean Payton, had two losing seasons. John Harbaugh, who took over almost the exact same time as Sean Payton had one losing season. These are all with lesser quarterbacks, other than Bill Belichick. So I'm confused as to what we are seeing from Sean Payton that this things are going to turn it all around. Can can someone can can someone? No, elaborate? the answer is no.
3: The answer is no. Reed. And I, the one thing you haven't even mentioned, they don't have any draft capital or right. money to spend. How is he going to do it with no like players coming in or with high talent? I mean, yeah, you can get lucky with a third or a fourth round pick, but I'm pretty sure those are gone too. Just look at the Russell Wilson trade. It was terrible. I mean, it was one of the worst trades of all time. I'm pretty sure it made it on one of your worst trades of all time, Reed. Did it not? It did. It did. So right I don't before the Louisiana purchase. see. I don't see how in the world. You trade your first, your only first you have this year, and then a second and a third next year, which I don't think they have a top three. They don't have a first, second, and third round for the next two years. Right. Next two years.
1: That's Come that's on. how you win
3: in this league, right? Apparently. You draft well. Yeah, I, I I would imagine so. Or maybe they just thought, you know, let's follow the Rams trend. But at least with the Rams – they were decent before they got Matthew Stafford. The, but the Broncos were terrible. They had a decent defense, but they had nothing to work with to, to make this offense any better than what it is now. And so I don't know how they do this. I really don't. I feel like this is going to be another major flop. And Broncos fans, oh, man, you better get off that horse. As it's not time to ride.
1: <laughs> let, me, let me belabor the point of I don't understand the Sean Payton love. One step further. I saw someone else do this. This is blind resumes. Obviously, one's going to be Sean Payton. Blind, blind resumes. I already saw a media pundit do this as well. 152 wins. 89 losses. 631 winning percentage. And then 9 and 8 in the postseason. With a Super Bowl. The other resume. 157 and 97 a 614 winning percentage and 11 and 10 in the super bowl. So the exact 11 and 10 in the postseason. 11 and 10 in the post
0: Did he win a super bowl?
1: Won a super bowl. One super bowl win plus 600 winning percentage in the regular season and an over 500.
3: Are you talking about the second?
1: Oh, it is Mike McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Payton's a guru. Mike McCarthy's a dummy. If you, if you listen to the sports talk enough, and they have the exact same careers, the exact same careers, both on the tail of a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mike McCarthy's done it without a Hall of Fame quarterback his last three years here in Dallas. But Sean did it without his last three years in, in, yeah. Santa, in New Orleans. So I'm just saying I don't get it. And I don't think it's going to be turned around. Nothing leads me to that success.
0: Nope. I'm with you. All right. We in the Pro Bowl, Reed?
2: God, guys.
0: I didn't watch a thing. I did see the highlights of, the, like, the have long you, drive competition or something, and I saw ball. Saquon Barkley get nailed in the face with a dodgeball. Have ball.
1: you ever watched a thing? Have you ever watched the Pro Bowl?
0: I watched, like, a few plays when I was, like, 10.
1: Casey, you're a bigger football guy than I.
3: I, I uh... The Pro Bowl stinks.
0: No
1: know, one
3: cares. Pro Bowl stinks now. I think it was better back in the day when they actually cared about it. But as soon as players cared more about their health, I think it kinda went to the wayside. Now I do think what the like the award of winning All Pro is valuable in a sense. Correct. I don't think that should go away necessarily, but I do think the whole Why did they ever play this game?
2: Like why? I, it brings up a bigger okay. point for team for any sport. Why do you play all star games? I mean, the baseball one, I get it. You're, you're. I think the baseball one is good. The baseball one's fun, right? It's middle of the season, breaks it up, and then you just right. And this was a lot, lot less risk of injury in the baseball one, correct. Than football or basketball.
1: Well, basketball they don't. Oh, they, but they, they but don't, even the
0: basketball
2: one,
1: they just they just dunk. And yeah,
0: the basketball one. The the basketball one used to be okay. They have now restructured how they score the basketball all-star, the NBA All-Star game, they they do a different point system in the NBA right, All-Star game fun. and it's made it a lot more fun. It's made it more enjoyable to watch um, instead of the guys just coming across cuz there was like a two or three year period there in the NBA All-Star game where they would come across half court, they take about two steps over the half court line and they just start shooting threes. Yeah. And you get some of that now, but you don't get all of that now. The thing that has really taken away and I know we're talking about the NFL, the Pro Bowl but the thing that has really taken a step back and used to be the marquee event in all of pro sport uh, all-star events yeah, well, that, that is now irrelevant and sucks. What am I going to say?
1: MLB all-star game or what? No.
0: The NBA dunk contest. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Did they it's, take that away? No, but they, they should. Well, or they or they just – because what happened is none of the big-name play. You, you never know who it is. I mean, okay. If you follow basketball, yes, but like the big name brand guys. You want to see LeBron, Giannis. Yeah, like LeBron said forever, he was going to do it. Giannis should do it. Right. These guys don't do it because they're, you know, they're afraid of getting hurt. Okay, I get it. But the NBA.
1: You know why the dunk contest actually stinks on top of they're not doing it? Is, I mean, how many ways can you dunk? Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. All, there's only so much creativity yeah, I mean, that can be thrown in but, a dunk but, that when you're doing this for 30 years. Yeah, but Back
3: it, in the day, it was phenomenal because it, it, it was so new. and right.
0: or, Even like if you think there was one, I think it was the Zach Levine contest a few years ago was really good. But even when you think back to the Blake Griffin, the Kia car, yeah. right. jumping over the Kia is not that impressive because – I mean, like, I couldn't do it. But, like, jumping over the Kia for Blake Griffin, that's his normal vertical leap anyway. But the fact that you bring a car out and a, on the and court.
1: in a, a choir singing, I believe he can fly. Yeah, like, it, that whole, it's a fun.
0: spectacle. It's fun. Or Nate Robinson going up and doing what he did. Or the guys, I remember one year they brought out a 12-foot hoop. So you had a second hoop that was two feet higher. Yeah. Or the guys that would slap a sticker on the back of the backboard, and then you'd get the the camera that zoomed in on the back. Like, those things were fun. That's it. Doesn't that doesn't happen? It, it stinks now. NFL, the Pro Bowl stinks.
1: The Pro Bowl's done, right? Like it's yeah. like they're gonna they're, they're gonna do this seven on seven, and just the fact that you know, f- like four different AFC quarterbacks just said, "I'm good. Like, I don't even want to go and do this." Tyler Huntley to a point where Tyler Huntley uh, who threw two touchdowns is gonna be playing in this thing. They're boy, gonna look it's... around and just go like Casey said. We'll just give out an award. You're, Congratulations! You were a Pro Bowl selection or whatever, just like they do in high school and college,
2: where yeah, she'd be like an ESPYs night, and, like NFL awards. Just do that, right?
1: Yeah. Have, have have some comedian up there giving jokes and yeah, and it probably
3: the ratings will still me. probably stink, but at least it's more entertaining and you get to see like the the history of the season, I guess, kind of like a recap of those All Star moments. Like, can you imagine? Von Diggs walks up there, grabs his All Pro award. They're playing that catch in the background where he's just because people forget stuff like that that happened earlier on the season. So that's what I
2: I agree with you, Brandon. I think it should just be an award show. I don't know why anyone ever played in that to begin with. I mean, there's no there's absolutely no reward. It's all risk.
1: Right. I mean, I guess they're millionaires, so they really could go out there anyways. But, like, it used to be played in Hawaii, so maybe just getting, a, like, a week-long vacation in Hawaii would be kind right. of right. But, like, they're also millionaires, so that probably means Look, nothing what, to them.
2: What happened its after the season, and you're an offensive lineman, and, like, no one wants to hurt each other. But, like, some, you're about to give up a sack, and you get hit low, and then your whole next season's done for playing in some game that doesn't matter. I mean, there's no, there's absolutely no reward. I think for playing. Back, back in the
3: day, you used to get bonus, or they might still do this. You get bonuses for making all pro. Oh yeah, you'd, you'd Yeah, you definitely. It, so, well, like,
1: all pro is different than Pro Bowl, but yeah, you're right.
3: Yeah, I think maybe they might have struck like the language of it might have been different back in the day, like or maybe the award was only given out when you play. I don't know this for and certain. My, I'm just thinking. My like, opinions changed
2: because I used to be about like everyone should play in the bowl games, all this and that, like. When Bryce Young said he was playing in the bowl game for Alabama. I was like, "You got to be kidding me! What are you, hey, what doing? Are you doing?" Like, right. and what same with the guy that 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 killed UC, um, who, Anderson. What's the, who's the middle linebacker for or, or edge rusher for Alabama? Oh, uh, Anderson, Anderson. Yeah, he Anderson. yeah he played in it too. And it's like, dude, you're risking millions of dollars. I used to be very old school in all my approaches, whether it be baseball, basketball, football. Now I'm like, all right, let's. Well, let's and play somebody it safe. pointed
0: out in the chat. There is incentive in the major league in the home run derby because they win a million products. dollars. You win a million that's, dollars. That's oh,
2: that's different than playing like an active game. Like the
1: oh. home run derby is now the it, it used to home run derby was has always been great, but it used to, it used to tail behind the dunk contest. Yeah, because I mean maybe I'm just a baseball baseball fan, but yeah. I sit down and I watch the home run derby every year because it's fun. Back, 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 back. And back, the
0: time, back. the timing thing is great. Right.
1: Yeah. There's nothing else going on, Casey. As someone who just genuinely doesn't know a whole lot about baseball, this might blow your mind. Yeah. 20 years ago, the MLB All-Star Game ended in a tie. And the MLB All-Star Game used to be a lot bigger than it, than it is now, back when the American League and National League never played. So it was the only time you got to see, like, Pete Rose play. I'm trying to think of somebody from the AL really quick, Harman Killebrew. Um, So that was the only time you ever got to see that. But... They did interleague play, and it just kind of got washed out. So now they're playing this All-Star game, but we get to see these players play all the time. It ended in a tie. So the MLB came in trying to save their their toast of the summer, the All-Star game. And they said, how can we make this more interesting? How can we make this more competitive? So dumb. They decided. So dumb. That the winner of the All-Star game, Casey, yeah. got to have home field advantage in the World Series. What? What? Can you imagine what? if they didn't do a neutral site for the Super Bowl and they, <laughs> they played the Pro Bowl to decide who got to have a home field at the, at the Super Bowl?
0: What? So, like, if the AFC won the Pro Bowl, the Bengals would have the Super Bowl at Paycor, But if the NFC won it, it'd be at SoFi and the, yeah. the Rams would have
3: it. When was this? this? They did this just for tw- It just stopped. two, like years. two years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: What? This was going on for... Twenty years. This 20 is awesome. Years? This
0: this retroactive in information is
1: awesome. is awesome. I knew this would be amazing. baseball. Baseball's
0: dead. Baseball is dead. Why would
3: they ever do that?
0: It just meant more. They needed to incentivize
1: the game. Right? Garbage. Oh, to, to just fair, get
3: rid of all pro games altogether. Just making an award show.
1: <laughs> to be well, the All Star games still fun.
3: Yeah, the baseball All Star
0: game is the best one. Um, to, to be home fair, it was advantage. just
1: one game, right? Because they're playing a seven game series. So if you got home field advantage, you just got Game Seven at home. Like that was just the the difference maker and the that yeah. thing but that still mattered and the the complaint was is like yeah they're they're making this more competitive but like if they actually wanted to try and win you wouldn't be shifting a new new arm out there every inning you'd have you'd have Justin Verlander versus Max Scherzer for seven plus innings instead of them just getting their one inning and then you get the next guy in every every guy gets to play if they actually wanted to play like let's Let's freaking get after it. Let's yeah. see who the be- best
2: team is. Let's not get, you know, Mike Trout one at bat and then kick him out of the game. I'm, which, inter- I'm interested in your take, Reed, on playoffs with the way they've changed the postseason, like the seven-game format. And I think it's this way in NHL and NBA. I don't know if they did it in MLB where it's instead of 2-3-2, two, two, now it's 2 is Isn't it two, three, two, 2 one 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 Am I-
1: In the MLB, it's still 2-3-2. Two, two. Yeah. But two, in NHL three,
2: and NBA, I think they changed it to the other format, which... I, I don't like yeah, which
0: is why the NBA finals takes like a month,
2: yeah, right?
1: They do a, They do a day off every, every I mean, I
0: love day. the NBA postseason. I love the NBA postseason, but good Lord, it's another season.
1: It is. It is, a, it is six yeah. weeks long.
0: I mean, it legitimately starts in April and can go pushing
1: July. People complain about the MLB being eight months long or whatever. And low key, the NBA is longer. Oh, it's so long. It starts in October, ends in mid-June. Right.
2: It's crazy. It's just as long. While we're crapping on Major League Baseball, um, they didn't come to a deal with uh, with YouTube TV this week. I got an email on that. So there's another layer of not being able to watch.
1: Yeah, the MLB Network. Like, that was, was my no only longer. shot.
2: That was my only shot at being able to watch, like, a baseball game on a streaming service. Cause I'm not going to pay whatever Bally has. Well, they're...
1: they, uh, I mean, you'll still get Sunday Night Baseball
2: on ESPN. You'll yeah. still get
1: the ESPN games. But yeah, you won't get MLB Network's Game of the Day or. Or League live look-ins like, or anything like that. Yeah, like it's You won't get any of that. And I've got to it's, – it's funny as a Cubs fan, so I just pay the MLB package because I can watch Cubs games on yeah. Marquee Sports Network. But the games that I want to watch the most, I cannot watch, which are when they play the Reds because they come to town or the Reds go up there to, to Wrigley Field. And, you know, I'm looking for bragging rights over my entire family and over this entire chat because I love being a heel to you guys regarding the Reds. Um, and I can't watch those games. Unless I go to like a local bar or something like that, yep. and then watch it watch it that way, but yeah, the MLB, the YouTube TV has just said, "F it to baseball," entirely.
2: Yeah, I don't know enough details if it's MLB, you know, wanting too much or YouTube TV wanting too much. Like I don't know what the deal is, but it's I mean the products it's not easy to find.
1: Well, that's I I have a. What am I looking for? Conspiracy or I have... um Yeah, hypothetical. Conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy that that's why Bally Sports went under. When Bally Sports bought it from Fox, the Fox Regional Sports Networks like it was, they thought that they were getting screwed in these streaming deals. This is all a hypothetical or conspiracy. Oh, nothing. yeah. They thought they were getting screwed. We can do it ourselves is what you're getting And we'll to. take it and we'll get more money because we'll we'll yell at these YouTube TV. They need us just as much as we need them. We'll... We'll work on these negotiations. And they got to the negotiation table, and Google, Alphabet, YouTube TV, big companies just said, yeah, whatever. You guys can leave. Like we're we're drawing no numbers. We got more people watching the Oxygen Network right than we do watching MLB Network. If this was or, the NFL, it'd yep. be a totally different the NFL, story.
2: The NFL has all the bargaining chips in the world. NFL could run their own broad. They could take everything to their own platform and I pay for. it. What was the thing that Tom brought up like two weeks ago? That the top
1: 100 broadcasts,
2: like, like 90, 80 of them, yeah, yeah, 80 of them weren't just football games. They were National Football League games. Boom Shakalaka brings up a point too that MLS is going to Apple TV this year for all their broadcast. Horrible, horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's not. I mean, uh, I'm Apple just disappointed TV's cheap. in that one. Well, like five bucks. but cheap, you but, like, also
0: need a MLS subscript just because oh. you have just because you have Apple TV. Doesn't mean you also
2: get the MLS package. You then yeah. need the you add-on for MLS package. Yeah, so then I'll I'll watch FC Cincinnati the three games that I go to from free tickets a year, like that somebody gives me. I'm I mean, I'll go. probably get it. I enjoy watching FC. Do I
1: need to go to TQL? Never been. It's a sweet it. stadium. Yeah, go I go it. a it's lot. Fine. Yeah, it's awesome. What tickets cost me? Run me.
0: Oh, you can. You, you know people. Well, don't worry. You, about. you can get. You can get. Yeah, cheap. we'll get you. You get cheapos there. Yeah, I'm mean, getting up there, big dog. Nah, I know people. You know. You know what? I was I, like. I don't I almost did. I cut myself did. off. I don't know if I've ever paid for a ticket to an FC game because I know a lot of people that are around the team. But they used to be fairly inexpensive. Now the team it might be a little more this year. They're good. I don't know.
2: Casey you'd know better than I would. Definitely not as cheap as Reds tickets. Oh well that's yeah, they're they're,
3: yeah. they're in between
2: Bengals and Reds tickets. Well not even that, Well I'll Bengals believe. are in their own different category now. You can, you can go, you and Mariana can go for 20 bucks a pop easy, I bet.
1: Okay. Yeah. It that, is annoying that the games, the Reds games that I want to go to, tickets get bumped up. When the Cubs and Cardinals come to town, they they, they double those tickets. You know, there's a funny story about,
2: yeah. about something similar. I would always go with the Red Sox and my AL team because my dad had a client in Boston. We'd go to games at Fenway, but we were on vacation in Florida and they were playing at Tropicana, the worst field yeah. dome ever in the history of sports. Um, and they had actual – same thing. When the Red Sox would come to town
1: – Yeah, tickets would be double.
2: They had dry erase boards that they re, rewrote, and they would stick Ticket on process. top of I'm like, this is insane. But that's it. It would go from like 5 to $25 tickets.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. That's great. All right. So final topic before we get into the vault. And, you know, Cole, we're not doing Wheel of Lunch today because I got a, I got a lunch suggestion that I think you guys are going to like. Oh.
0: But uh, Rubies? I was hoping Gina's, but – sounds like we got something else on the cooker.
1: So this is, I just want to give a quick ode to the the fight and who days. Our Cincinnati Bengals season ended on Sunday, guys. And I know we've had some time to, to digest this, but I just want you guys to breathe in that we are in the good days, guys. Just breathe it in. I'm serious. Like, this is what you've been wanting your entire life as a Cincinnati Bengals fan. To be competing for championships, to go to the AFC Championship, to taking the 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 AFC winners, the the Kansas City Chiefs, owning them three to one, and the fourth game going down to the final seconds. This is the greatest Bengals team. We just witnessed the greatest Bengals team of our life. Older guys, obviously, older people. They have you know, Ken's Ken and Boomers, Super Bowl teams. But this was the best Bengals team of our life. They were incredible guys. In two consecutive years, we've won. Multiple road games. Or I guess this year we, we won one, but we've won at least multiple playoff games back-to-back years. We're 3-1 in road playoff games. We're 2-0 at home. Back-to-back conference championship. Do not get swept up in trying to win it all. I know we need to win it all. I know we want to win it all, but when it doesn't happen, don't let that feel like a like a failure of a season because that's when fandom gets toxic. That truly is. You want to win it all. You're striving to win it all. But you should be able to look back on the season and go, "All right, that was that was an incredible ride." And I just want you guys to to breathe that in.
0: It's the Andy Bernard. <sighs> don't know the good old days till whatever the quote is. But don't yeah. you
1: wish you could know when you're in the good old days yeah. when you're in them? Yeah, there you yeah. go.
2: What, yeah. what do you think? What do you think happens first? Reds winning season or Bengals win a Super Bowl? <laughs> that's Ooh, a that's a, a, a hilarious that's question. That's a good question.
1: <laughs> the Reds winning eighty two games. Or the Bengals winning, Reds it all. winning season, or Bengals Super Bowl? I don't. Probably, uh, it just seems more likely that a Reds winning season. I don't know. I we're would, probably three years away from that.
0: I would. God, I don't know what no, I Twenty twenty
2: four is going to be great. But here is the
1: thing: like they, the Reds could just, like all these young guys can just come out of nowhere and they can just, you know, Hunter Green, Nicoladolo, Ellie De La Cruz, Spencer Steer, all of a sudden just have a great year and they win eighty two games.
0: Yeah, like even in a in a when you think about a horrific baseball season that might win 66 games right I mean I know asking them to win 17 more games is a lot of you games, can luck into some wins but right? you can luck into 16 or you can luck into a like 75 76 win season with a bad team in baseball and then find yourself on September
2: 8th being like, oh,
0: we only got to go 10-6 and six here? Just a good the, June,
2: right? We the have a good June and yeah. you're in The problem is with the Reds, August, September, that's when you have call-ups and, and, and it just turns into loss after loss because you have guys that have never played in the big leagues before. Right, because you're
1: just trying to get them. I think people
0: easy. would be surprised by the amount of people that would pick a Reds winning season to happen first before a Bengals Super Bowl. Yeah. Because if the Bengals don't win it next year, you got two you got two red seasons in there to do it. I think I would probably I don't know if I would pick a Bengals Super Bowl because asking, I know the Chiefs have been to the AFC Championship 5 years in a row. They've hosted the AFC Championship. I get that. But uh, asking this team to go back to the AFC Championship 3 years in a row or for the Reds to luck into some wins over the next two seasons, I might pick the Reds in there. I might pick the Reds, but I would
2: really have to think about it. Sir Boy Wonder has a great point here, and it happened every year I covered the Reds where they just started slow, whether it be 3 and 8, That's true. 3 and 18. Like it've it,
1: never done well in April. No. Not recently.
2: They just tanked to start the year and it kills Well, them right like away.
1: the one year where they actually were competing for a wild card spot, what was that? 2021? Right. 2021. Yeah, they
2: started they started like They started really slow. They started slow the first They did well the first week. They were in first – after the first week, they were in first place in the NL Central. And then they tanked for like three weeks. Right. And had to play catch-up. And then they they were fine. They were four games out going to the All-Star break. And then they lost seven straight series in the second half. If you win two of those series, you're in the postseason.
1: That was when the Cubs had like the second-best record in baseball third week of June and then they just lost 15 games in a row and just then just like all right we're done just traded everyone
0: oh and even think about the Reds last year going on how many games was Wolf. it Brandon you would know 20
1: <laughs> they went uh since opening, three and 22
2: they
0: went yeah they went okay
2: one. three and 20 they went one and 19 after opening day okay They all right played well
0: in Atlanta if you think <laughs> about how the Reds did after that losing streak after they started three and 22 yeah if they now they did start 3 and 22, but if they don't start 3 and 22, they were serviceable for a winning seat for for All winning right. uh, for going 500. I mean, if you take out that the rest of the way, you can at least have a conversation about a 500 the, season, which is what makes me think that I would probably lean to the Reds to have a winning season before a Bengals
2: Super Bowl. The pro- the, go go ahead. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> the problem is the track record of it's just like rebuilding. The rebuilding never working. The slow starts have happened every single yeah. year almost. Yeah.
1: The the bar is so low for Cincinnati baseball fans right now that I hear my friends talk about this all the time. I hear Trace and Sean talk about this. They just want to be playing meaningful baseball in August. Yeah. They don't want to be in first. When they were they, doing, don't, they don't they don't want they just want to be like, hey, if we go, if we have a good good August right here, you know, we're six games out from the wild card. That's literally all they want. They just want to be watching Baseball and caring about it till the Bengals start back up. Good luck. Good luck. That's good. Won't happen this
0: year, but it might happen next year. Which, if the Bengals don't win the Super Bowl next year, yeah, you want to know what my take is on it
3: as the hardcore Bengals fan? Yeah,
2: and baseball fan.
3: I think the Reds actually would probably get there first because of how just how hard it is to. You said win a Super Bowl or get back to a Super Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. Just because of how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Just think about. Think about Drew Brees being a top five quarterback, in my opinion, top five, and he only won one. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers only won one. It's just really hard to
1: do. Guys. It's really hard to win in baseball. When you have a bad team only won too, one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, People forget I mean, about it's that. It's just tough. To, to to be fair to the Reds, they've had one winning season in the past decade, and they clipped it by a game or two
2: games. They won eighty three games. Yeah, well, wait, well, didn't they go? They went thirty-one and twenty-nine in the COVID they season. was that doesn't count.
1: count. It only counts when I'm talking about how the Cubs won the NL Central that year.
2: <laughs> True. I don't All,
0: know right. The uh, All right, only time counts. Are we going in the vault?
1: Yeah, not a whole lot of college basketball. Tonight.
0: VCU under VCU and St. Louis. You're on, un- a, you're on a heater under one forty-one. So I have <laughs> been straight donating for the last week on the graphic, but. I did win last night because of Houston live. And then the UCLA under came through. Uh, VCU and St. Louis under for me. Um, I got this. I read this somewhere. The Bedford last night was 141. uh, And I think the last 12 meetings, every matchup has gone under 141 except for one. And that game went to overtime. The one that it went over 141. Uh, It's going to be a close game. Real big game in the A-10. But that one's tonight. Kansas line tomorrow on the road at Iowa State.
1: I don't have any bets tonight, really, that I've liked. I haven't really looked into it. I know tomorrow there's a huge slate of college basketball games, um, the big one, and, and Paul kind of forecasted because of Ken Palm that the spread for Purdue versus Indiana is going to be about three points. Uh, Indiana's playing well over the past few weeks and got back in the top
2: 25. Oh, Indiana screwed me the other night. If you don't.
1: Know me, Indiana. I like Indiana. Xavier's my number one team, but I have a college friend that is a diehard Indiana fan, and it's kind of bled into mine. I root for them to to win all the time. I watch them a lot. There is not an ounce of me. I watch them nearly play every game, nearly every game. There's not an ounce of me that makes me think that the spread might be about three points. They're at home at Assembly Hall. Three point dogs. There's not an ounce of me that thinks that they're going to win that game or come close to covering. I'll be dead honest. Without Xavier Johnson, I don't. I, I like Purdue a lot. We'll see what the spread comes out. I think there's going to be a lot of people on Purdue. It's going to be a square play, but I still like
2: Purdue to cover in that game. All right. I'm retiring from gambling after this week. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, no. oh no. no! No, I have nothing in the vault, right? Uh, I, I haven't looked yet. I need to... Uh, Casey's <laughs> been hot. You going in the vault? <laughs> I, I
3: am. Um, I think... So here's the thing. Um, I know it's not been posted in the Discord, but we've talked about it. I have been a proponent, strong proponent, to not bet on the Pistons. But guess what, baby? They're playing the Hornets, who suck just as bad as them. And they're shaping up to be the play of the night. I'm taking the Pistons. And I really like the Wizards, too. It's shaping up to be a system play. Um, Sources are telling me to take the, the Wizards at four and a half. The Pistons was minus one, by the way. So those are my two picks to make up for people not making
1: picks today. Nice. Okay. So, nice. So uh, the, the the lunch today? Yeah. What is lunch today? And we can throw it. We can throw it on the wheel. I got. But I really way. would like some Billy Yanks.
0: Oh, it is Friday. It's true.
1: I really would like some Billy Yanks.
0: All right, we can go to Billy Yanks. We can go. To, we, any 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 objections? I mean, I I I did have
2: my heart on Gina's. We haven't been there in
0: a month, but we can go there next
2: week.
1: There's always another Friday Brandon you got something good I'm
2: probably getting my uh my quick fix because uh, all I'm, laid up I don't feel the best so good okay. point all right. all right let's just go to so Billy Yanks Billy Yanks it
1: is so we won't even do the wheel of lunch <laughs> no need. not today but I I'll, I'll round out this show saying good luck to my brother my brother's a head baseball coach down in uh Division two college in Wichita Kansas they start their season tonight they go down to Bethany Oklahoma they play leader seven of last men mean, so good luck to the Newman Jets At one o'clock today. If you if you root for one thing, you can bet on Division Two college baseball. Put some money on the Jets. So
0: fly Jets fly. Fly Jets fly. Let's go.
1: This has been uh, Box Lunch, sponsored by Betfred Sportsbook. We'll put out our picks. Me me and Paul will put out some picks here later on. Casey got to get that prop. Casey PRAs hit. Yeah, hit some hit some prop yesterday, but we'll be back Monday, guys. Thank you.